Hey everyone, welcome back to the Balanced Stepline Podcast. I have one of my new friends, Lori, in here. She is a wife, a mother, a business owner, and she lives in Midwest Ohio. She loves to spend time outside. She helps service-based companies simplify bookkeeping and help clarity around their finances so they can reduce stress, increase profit, and plan for their future. Her mission is to simplify, simplify, and simplify so you can get back to doing what you love to do and what you're an expert at. So welcome, Lori, and I'm so glad you're here today. Would you like to tell us a little bit about you and your story? Yeah, first off, thank you so much for having me. I I love doing these. They're just so fun to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like I said, or like she said before, um, here in Midwest Ohio right now, it's really cold out <laughs> and like freezing. Um, so it's a little bit hard to get outside, but we, my husband um, works on a farm. So I'm, I started my business really to be able to be out there with him and take my daughter who is, she just turned one a few months ago. Um, and to just be more involved with the family farm and just to, um, yeah, spend time with my daughter. So that's part of why I started, but another, so backstory of like my parents were entrepreneurs growing up. They still have those businesses. Um, I am a bookkeeper, a virtual bookkeeper, and it just kind of start like it started out at a really young age, like my love for numbers. My, um, my mom taught me at like 12 to like reconcile bank accounts and pay bills. And like, she, I was just always over her shoulders, just watching her, what she did in my parent, like in my dad's companies. Um, so it just, yeah, I just loved it. Long story short, um, I ended up working there for a while, and then I went and worked for a local CPA firm for a few years, and I, at that time, I was wanting to get my CPA, and I noticed there was a disconnect, and it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do, um, and I saw that a lot of business owners were coming in while I was, I was kind of, um, in a different role there, I was still able to see, I wasn't a CPA there, but I was able to see what like my future was going to look like going down that route. Um, I saw that business owners would come in once a year or once a quarter, but they would still be confused because you don't have that year long support. Um, and so the accountants would see them once a quarter or once a year and be like, okay, this is what's going on. But then there was there was a gap between the accountant and the business owner. And I was like, you know what? Like I want to be really involved in their businesses and small businesses and really help um, my clients like achieve their goals and their dreams day to day and not just meet with them once a year. Um, so I ended up leaving the firm and going back and working for my parents. And then I started getting um, some clients on the side and I'm like, you know what? I want, this is what this is the path I want to do. Um, I can do it from home. Like I said, be with my daughter, um, be with my husband, go out to the farm, take my daughter out to the farm. Um, and so that's kind of the short story of how everything began. That's so cool. I love that your parents were entrepreneurs too. What did they do? So they, dad has quite a few um, different companies, but the main one is they restore old like car parts. So they do chrome restoration on um, like pre-war cars, 20s and 30s um, cars. And so cut clients of his will ship those car parts and they will restore them. That's so cool. That's like my coach, Steph, her um, parents were entrepreneurs too. And that's what she said. She kind of grew up with that and just knew that she always wanted to 
um, be an entrepreneur. And they, I think they were in a, they owned a uh, tool and die company. And so it's so interesting how there's just so many different, you know, ways that you can go about it. Um, okay, next question for you. What are some things that we can do weekly, monthly, and quarterly for network marketers and small business to be set for the end of the year? Yeah, so um, I it kind of all starts back of you just need to get a bookkeeping system in order, and then you can implement what I want to talk about next. Um, so whether you're just putting your stuff on an Excel or putting it on QuickBooks Online or Zero, whatever system you're doing, you need to have a system um, to be able to do these tasks. Um, and so really the things that you want to document are anything that is related to your business. So if you're spending money on um, coaches, on business cards, on products, on, uh, I don't know, any really anything that has to do with your business, you need to keep a record of that. Um, not for just you, but for the IRS, for whenever you do your taxes. Um, but it also gives you the clarity that you can make good decisions going forward. Um, but on a weekly basis, kind of just, and it kind of depends on the size of the company we're talking about and how big you really are. Um, but on a weekly basis, kind of, I like to just kind of review some things, see what's going on, um, categorize those expenses, those incomes that happened in that week. So it doesn't like become the end of the month. And it's like, oh boy, I have all these stuff, like all these transactions to do. And I don't know what to do. And then it just gets pushed off. Um, so that's why I'm like once a week, um, just set aside like 30 minutes to review what happened and categorize those, uh, transactions. Um, but then on a monthly basis, then you can go ahead and um, finalize everything, reconcile those bank accounts, because that's something that gets missed a lot um, with like small business owners and network marketers um, is if you have like QuickBooks, there's an actual, there's a tab to reconcile to make sure you're not missing anything or there wasn't any double entries or the bank doesn't mess up, which the bank usually doesn't mess up, but it's always good to check and make sure everything's entered correctly so that your reports are right. Um, so really reconcile those bank accounts on a monthly basis and then pull your like profit and loss report and your balance sheet and then really look at those numbers because um, they'll tell you stuff and compare them to the previous month because that's where I see the, the most um, beneficial is to really compare month by month what your numbers are doing. Um, and then, yeah, monthly, I like to even take those like that profit and loss from the month and compare like my projection or my budget to the actual numbers to see like, okay, how close was I? Like, do I, was I completely off? Did I spend more money than I need to in these certain areas? Um, so really just compare what you projected to what your actual numbers are. Um, and then going into the quarterly, uh, things like estimated tax payments, um, and then doing the same thing look at quarter by quarter numbers and see what's happening um and then if i like the profit first method i know a lot of people are uh, familiar with that um but i don't follow exactly everything that he talks about in the book um but yeah if you're using the profit first method you can go ahead and take a profit distribution from your profit account um and just kind of reevaluate the decisions that you made in the past three months and see how you can use um, the numbers because numbers are telling us something, how to see what they're telling us to be able to move forward. 
Yeah, and I could definitely do a better job at that. <laughs> I am great <laughs> with receipts now and tracking the receipts. And it's almost like fun to me, like a game. But yeah. for some reason, the, the monthly numbers, I don't know if I just, um, I used to be great at tracking them and know like, oh, I'm up this month or I'm, you know, a little down or what mm-hmm. happened, where can we do better? But um, yeah, that's something I could definitely. Yeah, do. and I have a free worksheet on my website. So it's always, it's out there. It's a Google um it's a uh, Google sheet. I couldn't think of the name. It's a Google sheet. So you can use it um, like on your phone or something for um, people that aren't like quite ready for uh, accounting software. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. We'll have to link that in the um, show notes. Is that on your website? Yes, it is. Actually, I'll give you a different, I'm like switching between my website now and I'm moving everything to Kajabi. So I'll make sure to get everybody the right link. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. What are some red flags to the IRS? Yeah. So, um, red flags, to the IRS is, well, first off, I think there's this stigma that the IRS is like scary in this like big old thing and everyone hates the IRS. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, you know what, like if you're doing your bookkeeping properly, if you're recording things and you're having a tax preparer to your, um, like your tax return at the end of the year, there's nothing to be worried. Who, who cares if the IRS comes and looks at our stuff? Because we know we're doing things right. We know we've kept our receipts. We know we've kept track of all of our expenses and income. It doesn't matter. So the IRS isn't scary, but there are things that um, is kind of like, okay, they'll, they'll come look at you if you have some of these things. And um, one of them is like reporting a loss year after year after year. If you're constantly losing money in your business, um, it could to them, it's a, it looks like you're just writing off a bunch of stuff um, that might not be allowed to be written off. And so they're like, oh, I could get some more money off of that person because they keep, they keep writing off a bunch of stuff. That's what it looks like to them. So if you're constantly losing year after year or making your books, like you lose, or you haven't had any profit year after year, that's, um, kind of a red flag too. So you want to be able to show profit. Um, I mean, not just for us, like as own business owners, like we want to be able to have profit, but also, um, to kind of balance that out. Um, let's see for, us, it's a lot of, um, there's writing off a hundred percent of your vehicle because I see people do that. Um, you can write off your vehicle. I mean, I recommend it. I recommend off writing everything you can, um, but in a legal way. And so if you write off a hundred percent, like I know you're not using your vehicle a hundred percent for business. Like the only, the only time that would be really, you could think of that is like a construction company that has like five or 10 vehicles sitting out in the parking lot for the employees to use. Um, so hundred percent of your vehicle written off, um, home office deductions, the same. So if you do, so there's a simplified method, it's $5 per square feet of your office. That's simple. Um, it's an easier version, but if you're doing like, um, your internet, your phone bill, your electricity, like all of your utilities, like the old, you should only be able to write off a percentage of that. And so if you're writing off a ton of that, like that's just kind of, they want to make sure you're doing it properly and you have to have documents to prove that you're doing it properly too, if they end up auditing you. Um, and then another thing, same thing with like meals and travel and entertainment. Now, um, meals in the past has always been 50% deductible. So like you, 
put it in only 50% is deductible. Now that meal has to be for your business too. Like it can't be like just whatever. Um, but quick tip is for 21 or for 2021 and 2022, um, they just passed that it is a hundred percent deductible. So yay. That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And then same thing to your travel, like just make sure you're keeping track of everything, um, so that they know it's for, um, business. Okay. That's good. Yeah. I'm excited about that with uh, 2021 and 2022, because I wasn't able to travel at all with the COVID. Yeah. And that's usually my biggest tax write-off is like convention or, you know, um, some go visit team members or something like that, go to a, uh, conference of some sort. So yeah, that's, yeah. With the meals, that's really all we've been able to do. That's, you know, part of the reason why I was feeling good about getting a coach was because, uh, well, I'll need the tax write-off and, mm-hmm. um, that's really just like the only thing I can go do with my team is go get coffee or go, you know, out to eat. So yeah, that's great. Okay. Next question. How can network marketers and small business owners do a better job at budgeting in their businesses? Um, it goes back to really being consistent on keeping track of your numbers. Um, that's like, that's the key foundation is find a system for your bookkeeping and keep track of it um, on a month to month, week to week schedule. So it doesn't get behind because you really need, you need to know your numbers to be able to scale your business. Um, And so once you have that laid, then you can use what has happened in the past to create your budget and your projections for the future. Um, But I think, I mean, there's so many different ways on looking on how to budget, like, and even the word budget, some people like freak out and tense up. Like, I don't care. Like I'm an accountant. I love numbers. Sure. I love budgets. That's fine. Um, But really all a budget is, is just planning. It is just planning for the future saying, okay, this is what's going to come in. This is what's going to go out. Now let's try to stick to that. Um, And I think you just really need to find what type of system works for you and not necessarily works for someone else because everyone is a different, we're all different and we all see things differently. And so um, to find something that works for you is what's going to work best for your business. Um, And so really just know your numbers and be realistic with your projections. So like you can't just say, okay, I'm bringing in like, a ton more money next month, which that's great. You can say that, but you can't like just only depend on that. You have to really set realistic goals whenever you're talking about money. Yeah. I'm one of those people too. I'm so bad about that. You know, like spending money that I know is coming in, but not the money that I, I have already. That's yeah. I do it too. (laughs) Okay. Good. Yeah. I just really can improve there because it always yeah. comes back in some way. I'm like, dang it. I wish I, you know, just. Oh. Yeah. And I mean, in a way you can do that though, because like, if you know, you have money coming in, you have people on payment plans, maybe. So I, my main um, clients are like coaches, which have people on their, their clients are on payment plans. So they're like, okay, I know I'm getting this amount of money in this month. And so they can plan those purchases and even buy them ahead of time. Um, now I don't, I wouldn't recommend putting them on a credit card if you don't have to. Um, but really just know, just know your numbers. And, and 
whenever you're looking to create a budget, you really want to just sit down and write all of your different streams of income and write it down and then all of your expenses and write them down. And then you can do your income minus your expenses and that's going to create your profit and what you have left over to either reinvest in your business to save, um, and then to like pay yourself, which in those expenses, you should have a set aside money for taxes too. Um, you before that shouldn't come off your bottom line profit. You should have like, that's one thing with the monthly tasks that I forgot to mention is to just set aside like 25 to 30% of your profit, um, just to have it in a savings account. So whether you're paying estimated tax payments or it's at the end of the year, that way it's there. Yeah, something else I'm not very good at. <laughs> saving that, that money for. Yeah, but I've been fine. So, um, but I do spend a lot for my business. Like that's, you know, kind of what I enjoy doing anyway. Like with my coach. Yeah. Um, okay. With it being a new year, what is some financial or even bookkeeping advice that you have for all of us? You um. Do what? You already gave us a lot, but yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it would just be kind of a recap is to find a bookkeeping system that works. So right now is a super good time um, to start because end of year is already happening. You can just start fresh first of the year. Um, My favorite software is QuickBooks Online because it's easy to use. You have it on your phone. Uh, It can give you some really good reports. That's actually most of my clients are on QuickBooks online, um, but it's a it's an amazing software. So that's what I would recommend if you're at that point. Um, and then really just to have their bookkeeping system and then set aside times at the end of the week to just quickly go through your transactions. So maybe you have five transactions and that's it. It is going to take you like five minutes at the most. Um, or maybe you have 30 transactions. Well, go ahead and do it. So you don't get to the end of the month and you have 120 transactions. So really just sit, have specific times and put it on your calendar. Like even put a meeting in for you and your money, um, in your work calendar and keep up with it. Um, and then yeah, do that and really project and budget for, um, the next month and the next quarter. Cause I think that's where I, get the most, um, let's see, what am I trying to say? That's where I get the most clarity is whenever I look ahead. And, but whenever I look ahead, I'm looking behind as well. I'm looking at the whole past year's worth of numbers and seeing what happened month after month. And also depending on your business, you might have your quarter two numbers might be really good every single year. So you can go ahead and plan for quarter two to be higher, um, versus quarter three or four. And so really to look at the past years of numbers, but use that to look forward to the next year and know what's happening. Um, so that you can plan for bigger purchases if you need a computer or if you want to take more money home to yourself. Um, and that's one thing that I really like to do too, is whenever you're doing a budget, put in money for yourself. You need to bring home money because without bringing home money, and most likely you're just going to get burnt out and it's, it's an encouragement because you are, I mean, we're not all, we're not in this just to like make a bunch of money and not help people. I mean, we're in it for a bunch of different reasons, but most of the time, and I would honestly say all the time we started our business, um, to make some side money to, um, 
get financial freedom, to pay off debt, to um, have our husbands work less. Just there's a lot of different reasons and it's all associated with money and everything else is um, on top of that is beneficial. But if without you bringing home money, you can't get the fulfillment of what you're doing fully. 100%. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And that's great advice. The uh, tracking of the receipts that I've been doing, like, it's honestly, like, it's fun for me now. And I usually do it on like the weekend. And it yeah. was like, I feel like if I wait too long to track the receipt, then I forget what it was for. And I get nervous. Exactly. Use it. So using it like, or tracking it right then and there has really helped me. Um, and yeah, I'm ready for this tax season. <laughs> yes. Good. See, and that's what people should feel like. They should be like, you know what? I mean, it's tax season shouldn't be stressful. Like, it's just like, okay, I'm just going to hand over my books to the accountant and good to go. It's not, it shouldn't be something like, I don't know what to do. Like I have all these receipts. I have to go back. That's another thing. Go back through your personal account. If your expenses or if your business and personal is combined, that's the number one. No, no, don't do that. Like go open up a separate bank account for your business. Because if you've waited all year or even a month, like you're going to miss deductions off your personal. You won't know. Like right now, I couldn't tell you what that transaction to Target was at last January. Like I have no idea what it's for. I mean, technically, because I have everything recorded, I could go back and see it. But if I was just looking at my bank statements, I couldn't tell you. Um, so it's just, it's important to keep up with it, have separate bank accounts. Um, that's one thing that's really cool though, with QuickBooks online is that you can take a picture of your receipt and it auto, it, like it pulls that information and puts it and you can, on QuickBooks and it can attach it to a certain transaction. So like you can store your receipts in QuickBooks online and then it's attached in all, it's like a one-stop shop for your bookkeeping, everything. You can even invoice in there too. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to look at that. I, I know I've thought about it several times and I just use a Google sheet to track my receipts. So that was yeah. really nice to not have to keep the paper receipts around. Yes. To have that online. Okay. Awesome. Um, okay. Last question for you. Where can we find you and connect with you? Yeah. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I'm mainly on Instagram. That's where I spend most of my time on honestly too much time. Um, I need to get a little bit better. <laughs> like, okay, why am I on there scrolling hours and hours all day long? Like this is pointless. Um, but I'm on there. So if people want to talk, I'm on there. <laughs> um, so Instagram is the main place. I do have a website. Um, like I said, I'm switching everything over to Kajabi um, here in a few months. So I'll make sure to list the Google sheet and the correct one. That will always be that uh, link. Anyway, so yes, I'm on Instagram. I am, it's mainly where I'm at. Um, right now I am doing like uh, free discovery calls. So 30 minute discovery calls for anyone who um, wants to talk about my services or just has any bookkeeping questions. And um I'm really, I'm just here to help people just find clarity and feel confident and empowered and excited about their numbers. Because I see it time after time as people come to me, they're scared, they're anxious, they're stressed. Um, and they just don't know what to even do and how to plan for their business. And it's just kind of a mess. And they come to me and I see that a lot. And that seeing the transition from giving them the reports and showing them what their money's doing and showing it in black and white to them, they feel like so much more confident and so much empo more empowered. And even like in December, I was going, I was, did a projection call 
with one of my clients and the excitement and the confidence, like even played through in her stories for the next like couple of weeks, I saw it. And I saw like a shift in her stories. Like she was more confident about her business because of what we did in those, in the projection call. So, um, that's kind of where I come in at. Oh yeah. It affects everything. And it's definitely much needed what you're doing. <laughs> yes. And I love it. It's so much fun. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad that you love it. Cause there's, there's just like a certain type of person for it. I feel like for the bookkeeping. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Okay. Well, thank you so much for hopping on. It's so much fun. And thank you everybody for listening. We will see you next time on the Balanced Upline podcast.